Welcome to the Find Your Edge podcast. I'm your host, Chris Newport, founder, head coach, sports nutritionist, and exercise physiologist at the Endurance Edge. Our mission is to empower people to reach and sustain peak performance and health. So get ready to dive into all things training, nutrition, recovery, and more. We hope to give you detailed information and inspiring stories to help you be your best. Let's do it. Welcome back to the Find Your Edge podcast. We are on our podcast blitz day four. Today is all about mastering the run in your triathlon as we lead into Ironman North Carolina 70.3. So a lot of these things are going to be specific to Ironman North Carolina 70.3. However, they can be applicable to really a lot of different races you might be trying from sprint to Olympic to half Ironman and Ironman. So at this point, you've gotten off the bike and you are headed into transition. So it just so happens that Ironman North Carolina's transition area is in a really big parking lot and it has a slight downward slope to it. So just expect as everybody clip clops into the transition area that, you know, it's just a little bit harder to run down, especially if you're still in your bike shoes, which most people are. Here's one little tip with the transition area. Make sure that either you chalk it up with some sidewalk chalk or make a note how many racks deep you are located because it is really hard to find your transition spot with a sea of white bags. Everything kind of looks the same. So just take your time getting into transition, count the number of racks that you are and how far down you need to go in order to get your bike racked and then get all of your things out of your bag that you had put there the day before and in the morning of. So getting out those run shoes, don't forget it is required for you to now have your run number. So be sure to get that guy and it will probably will be pretty sunny. So if you're somebody who is a little bit more sensitive to burning, this might be the time to do it, but hopefully by this point, it's a little warmer and keeping cool as it relates to being able to sweat less and have a little of a lower core temperature is important now. All right. So as you head out into transition and you're so excited to be off the bike and onto the run, inevitably, we see it all the time, you're going to go out too fast. Happens all the time. And pacing, honestly, is one of the most difficult things when it comes to running and in particular, half Ironman running. Expect that for if you have done a 13.1, uh, if you've done a half marathon before, expect that your 13.1 coming off the bike in a half Ironman will be slower than that. How much slower totally depends on the athlete and how well you paced on the bike and on the swim. But generally speaking, most people are going to be hmm, anywhere from 10 to 30 seconds or more slower per mile. So again, totally depends on how experienced of an athlete you are, how well you paced on the bike, um, how well you've gotten your fueling and hydration. But one of the biggest things that we also see when you're out there in the run is this is where everybody starts cramping. So again, hopefully you've been really good about consistent fueling with your water, electrolytes, and carbohydrates on the bike, and then continuing that same trend when you are on the run. So consistent intake is super important. Having said that, nobody likes to carry anything with them. I don't blame you. It is nice to sort of run free, if you will. But if you're somebody who needs more electrolytes, as we see a lot of people in our uh, lab doing sweat testing or our home sweat testing kit, we have a lot of people who lose a lot of electrolytes and a lot of sweat. So we have to really 
make sure that we're replacing what we're losing as best as we can. Not a one-to-one, but certainly replacing as much as we can to avoid things like cramping. So it's important to make sure that you're consistently taking those fluid electrolyte and whatever fuel source you're using, whether it's gels or sports drinks or cookies, or my personal favorite is um, gummy bears from the regular old grocery store. So whatever works for you, as long as you're consistent and taking that in during the run, that's really the important part. There are six aid stations on the course across the out and back that they have in the 13.1. So just know you can do some level of reliance on the aid stations. Sometimes I'll have people create a condensed or a hyperfuel, if you will, of making their electrolytes into a smaller container and sort of doubling or tripling them. So knowing, okay, now I need to take my electrolytes as you're heading to the aid station, then you can, uh, generally speaking, most often get water. And it doesn't seem like there will be an issue with getting water with the way the temperature is looking like it's going to be. But if you're ever doing a super, super hot race, I have seen races run out of water before. I've been in them before. So that's why I try to encourage people, take what you can with you and especially the things that you know you cannot get elsewhere, or if there's something at the aid stations that just doesn't agree with you, like Gatorade Endurance is on the course at Ironman North Carolina. If that just doesn't work for you, then you're going to have to make sure you've got things on your person. And again, make sure you are consistent with your fueling and hydration. Okay. Overall, the course is pretty flat. There's a couple of hills you may need to take into account, but they're pretty short. And if you're somebody who feels like it is better for you to walk now, the metabolic cost of running up a hill versus walking up a hill is pretty high. So just consider that as part of your strategy. It might be like a fast walk up a hill just to save yourself that little bit of extra glycogen, save yourself that, that extra energy of running up a hill, but totally, if it's part of your strategy, go for it which again, leads us into pacing. Typically, I like for people to start out slower and then gradually have a slow descending pace, especially with this race being so flat and the sort of back half or the back, maybe call it third of the race. There are opportunities for shade, which is kind of nice that you can go a little bit faster. So be cognizant of that. Check your heart rate. If you are using a heart rate monitor, Make sure if you're using a wrist base that your watch is cinched down pretty good. Um, I'm always going to prefer a chest strap over a wrist base, but a lot of people don't prefer to race in a chest strap because of the opportunity for chafing. So going out and you're probably going to be in zone three, the more you tap into zone four, the more you're going to waste yourself. So just keep that in mind, maybe saving that for the end, which is why I propose uh, a descending pace. So basically starting off easier And then seeing how things go, especially as you get through like kind of the first couple of hills and out into like a straightaway. And then just sort of assessing how you're doing there. And then maybe starting to pick it up as you get into the back portion of the course where you go around the lake. So there is that element, as is any Ironman or half Ironman of mental toughness. So literally just sticking with it, keep moving forward progress, one foot in front of the other, whether it be walking or running, you know, picking those things that you're looking at on the course, just like you did in the swim, possibly just how you did in the bike going, say from buoy to buoy, maybe you're going like, okay, I'm going to make it to the next aid station, or I'm going to make it to that tree. Sometimes you may need to stop and do a quick stretch. Totally fine. Also don't forget to breathe. 
feel like that is one thing that we just tend to forget as you can notice me taking my breath right now. So that tends to be a really important thing, especially since you were just on the bike. If I had a camera on my person as I go around the course, because I like to ride around the course, the run course, uh, and cheer everybody on, if I were to summarize what I see, everybody hunched over. So now your diaphragm is compressed. Uh, your intercostals are all squished up. And so it's just making it that much more difficult to breathe and maintain good form. So even if you get out of transition and you walk out of transition, but you've got your arms over your head, you're sort of given a little bit of a back stretch or a side stretch, just opening up that diaphragm, opening up those intercostals a little bit more, stretching your back. That's a great way to allow your lungs to expand. How about that? Which is super important as it relates to running and exercise. So that's one thing. If I, again, were to summarize the things that I see at Ironman North Carolina is everybody's hunched over. So open it up, give me a little back stretch, give me some deep breaths, keep that chest high and those shoulder blades kind of tucked into your back pockets as best as you can. Don't forget about that. Fuel and hydrate regularly and just take it, you know, from one t- one tree to the next and keep on trucking. And then as you get closer to the end, as you get through downtown, which is a really cool and fun part of the race, I think at least, is running through downtown. Once you sort of get through that section, you know the finish line is going to be close. So go for it. Have some fun across the finish line. Don't forget to smile. That is one of those things that nobody (laughs) remembers to do. Put your hands up, you know, do a roll across the finish line, whatever works for you, but make for some good photos because this is really a time to celebrate and to enjoy the moment and, you know, remember it with a good photograph. So you're often running literally in your triathlon. Congratulations on going for this feat in the first place. This is quite a challenge that many, many people are not doing. So congratulations on even just getting into it and then continuing to stick with it. We are excited and glad that you are part of this community. The multi-sport community is a really fantastic one. Don't forget to come see us at the end of the race too. We will have our tent there, the Endurance Edge tent. So come say hi. Even if you're not on our team, I want to give you a high five. I want to give you a little bit of cowbell. So congratulations on all your hard work. And I will see you tomorrow for our last edition of our podcast blitz. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you then. Thanks for listening to the Find Your Edge podcast. If you like what you heard, don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. And if you're interested in learning more about our endurance coaching, sports and wellness nutrition, metabolic and sweat testing, triathlon training team, or our triathlon training library, be sure to check us out at theenduranceedge.com. And don't forget to follow us on social media at The Endurance Edge. Thanks again, and we'll catch you next time.